Hi everyone, um, I'd like to welcome you back to the recovery um, with me, Ricky. <laughs> um, this is obviously today I'm recording this, is Saturday, it's um, World Mental Health Day, um, which I didn't even realise till late yesterday I was already planning to record this by that point, but today it's... Um, this episode is a personal one for me. It's about not. It's about when you're feeling that low and just not seeing a way out. Um, my experience, um, obviously, for those of you that don't know, I'll explain it briefly. Um, I had I'd never really suffered with any mental health issues that I can think of really until until. Um, early 2019 when I had I had a benign brain tumour removed um, obviously benign if you're going to have a brain tumour that's the best word to hear because it's not cancer but just you know any kind of brain surgery is just so traumatic and it it changed my thought process how I saw things, how I perceived things, how I perceived myself, how I perceived bad things I've done in my life, how I perceived good things I've done in my life, how I looked at people in my life. It's just so confusing. And, you know, following the operation and going through the recovery, my mental health deteriorated uh, rapidly over the course of two three months after the operation it just went downhill so fast um until i got to a point that i went to see my neurosurgeon and i just begged him um for some pills i just said i need something like i need something to that so i can sleep i wasn't sleeping i wasn't eating i wasn't doing a lot i was just kind of floating through the day and um, he gave me some pills. Um, they were like a Portuguese brand, as I live in Portugal, so that's obvious. It was a Portuguese brand. Um, and I remember trying them one day, and obviously those of you that have had depression or anxiety pills in the past, you'll know um, that it takes a number of weeks for them to actually physically work in your system normally. And if you notice differences early on, it's normally more of a psychological difference than it is actually the pills making a difference. Um, so I had these pills and there was kind of a relief to start off with. It was like, oh, this, this, you know, this could be the start of a recovery for me to get better. Anyway, the following day I woke up and it was, I just didn't feel right. I just felt very empty. And then I remember I had a day off work and I was lying, lying on the sofa, uh, watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Netflix. And those of you that have watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine will know how hilariously funny that program is. Um, but I was sitting there and I was crying the whole way through, just crying. And... I can remember just texting a friend of mine just saying how low I was feeling and I couldn't quite articulate what what I was feeling and I just felt very empty and I can remember just sitting there and just thinking what's the point 
Like, why am I fighting? I don't want to fight anymore. I'm tired. I just want to shut my eyes and not wake up again. Um, and then the next two, three hours, I don't remember anything until I was sat in a park, um, sat in a park with uh, pills in my hand and I swallowed the pills that I had. Uh, there was a few, there was over 20 pills there and I swallowed them um, and then I instantly panicked and I brought them all back up again. Um, but it was, and I and I, to this day, I was so convinced I didn't want to die. I was so convinced I did want to die. Sorry, um, that I can remember at the time feeling so frustrated that I'd brought the pills back up. Like I couldn't even, like I was such a failure. I couldn't even kill myself properly. Um, that was, that was how it was, and I can remember just sitting there, just being in tears most of the time, sitting in this park, and, and it was cold as well, it was cold, I can remember it being really cold, um, and just feeling really alone, the reality of it, I wasn't alone, I thought I was alone, um, and I'm, but before I did swallow the pills, it was a really weird experience, I can vividly, remember people that meant a lot to me appearing and me speaking to people but obviously they weren't there um but I can remember speaking to these people and these you know these people that meant a lot to me telling me not to do it um how they wanted to help etc anyway um moving on from that I I ended up Stay. I ended up sitting in this park until the following morning. Little did I know, people were panicking, wondering where I was, and etc. And it got a bit out of control. The police were called, um, and then I appeared back at my flat the following morning uh, to let my. And the first thing I did was let my some of my friends know I was okay, and they were very relieved. Um. And then I lied to them all and promised them I wouldn't feel like that again. And I did. I felt like it consistently every day for at least the next three, four months. And I can I can remember a period of sitting in bed for... It was a few days. It was about five, six days. And... I can remember sitting there and just not eating, not really drinking anything, and just sitting there and just thinking, what, 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 what is the point? Why am I even like I've got nothing left? Like no one's gonna miss me. This life's rubbish now. I'm, I've got nothing to offer this world. I'm just empty. I'm nothing. And it was. And then I can remember, I can remember I was flicking through on my phone and I stumbled across the video on YouTube and it was of an army major and he was accepting some award and he was talking about, he was talking about having a goal and a schedule etc. But the main thing 
that he hit me with, the, the main thing that hit me was he was talking about making your bed. And he said, start every day by making your bed. And he said, no matter how bad that day is or no matter what happens in that day, you're coming home and you're seeing an achievement. You've made your bed. That's something you've done. You've achieved. And to anyone that's not gone through mental health struggles, it will seem silly and not that big a deal. But when you sit in bed for days and the days turn into weeks, making your bed is a huge achievement. Well, it was for me. I was I was proud that I'd actually done it. And then it was kind of moving one step further than it was to have a shower, which I hadn't done for a good few days, week or so. And then it was having a shower. And then it was making some food. And then this was all a process. This is all a day-by-day process. And then it was... And then it was being grateful. And then it was being great. And then it was me realizing I needed to be grateful for what I did have. So I used to, so I started doing this thing. It was like a mantra, I called it. And when I was in the shower every day, I'd say three things I was grateful for. And for me, they were people. And I said their names while I was in the shower. Just to reiterate that they were there that they cared about me and I cared about them so that that was a purpose I had so that that gave me a reason to keep getting up cooking some food having a shower you know going outside going for a walk and then I just kind of and then I saw and then I saw like a few Tyson Fury videos that were amazing where he was talking about his own struggles and how scheduling and having a goal and having something to aim for is so vital when combating mental health and feeling really low that I kind of took that on and I would schedule my day. I took to either writing in my phone or writing down on a piece of paper what I was going to do, like, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things in a day that I wanted to do. And I that was like a Bible. I'd stick to it every single day. And that gave me a purpose and when I achieved those things, it was I didn't really have a long term goal at that point. It was more like a day by day goal. So they'd just be like five or six general things and then five or six general things the following day. But sometimes it would be five or six things in a day and it would be the same thing for the whole week but I'd still make sure I'd done them because it gave me a sense of achievement and that was you know for me personally that was such a such a big thing to have a sense of achievement because for so many months I'd felt like I'd felt like I couldn't achieve anything I wasn't worth anything you know, when you try and take your own life, there's no achievement. You're, you're, you're doing what you think is the best thing for you and for everyone else, and that's you not being here. And you know, I, 
I feel like it's rammed into us. It's rammed into our brain sometimes that we always have to be moving forward all the time. You know, if you're feeling rubbish, you should go to the gym. You should do some painting. You should do meditation. You should do yoga. They're all great things. Don't get me wrong. They're all great outlets. And they help massively to maintain a healthy level of mental health. But there's no shame in lying in bed for a day. If that's what you need. There's no shame in taking a couple of steps backwards to move forward in the longer term. When I say lying in bed, I'm not encouraging anyone to lie in bed for two weeks and not eat or drink because that's, that's not healthy. But taking a day for you, if that's what you need, to shut yourself off from the world, eat a big bar of chocolate and watch a few sad films on Netflix and have a good cry for a couple of days, a day or two days or whatever, until you feel better, then then you can start moving forward. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I can't I can't sit here and say, if you're feeling low, if you do this, this will work. Like I can't do that. I'm not I'm not a professional. I'm not I don't speak for every human being in the world. We're all different. But the one thing I think I can tell you, if you are feeling low, it's as difficult as it can be. There is no miracle cure. If I could press a button for every single person in the whole world and make it all okay, I would. But I can't. And no one can. You can't do it for yourself. No one can do it for you. People can support you, but the only person that's going to pull you out of that hole is you. And that's a fact. And it's about breaking your days down. It's about... You can't think oh, I just want to go a year into the future because I know I'll be all right then and I want to skip all this rubbish. But you need to you need to break your life down. It's one day at a time. Let's do this on this day because that's going to set me up for the next day and the day after that. It's about building a schedule, building a structure in your life, having a goal, having something to aim for, having a purpose that's what it's all about and that takes away having a purpose and having things you can achieve every day it gives you self-worth it makes you feel better about yourself and that's a fact and it works it really does work and you know I'm still to this day even you know I'm sitting here talking to you now the last couple of days I've felt a little bit low but when I feel low now I'm in a position and I've been through a lot worse that I know I can deal with these bad days. So I deal with these bad days. Now, like today, I'm feeling a little bit better than I was the previous couple of days because I know how to deal with the days. I know what to do to help myself move forward. And, you know, I saw, I was scrolling through Twitter a couple of days ago and I saw somebody and they posted a tweet and they said talking doesn't help at all and that made me feel really sad that that they feel that way and they're obviously surrounded around the wrong people and they're and they're interacting with the wrong people because talking does help talking isn't a cure talking isn't a cure it helps it's a step 
it's a step, but you need to look at other aspects of your life. Why you are feeling the way you are? Is it because of a relationship? Is it because of a friendship? Is it because of a work situation? Talking about it helps, but you need to make changes in your life to really make your life better for you. Anyway, um, I feel like I've covered. I feel like I've covered everything I wanted to cover today. And anyone that's listening. Um, who needs to talk to somebody you don't have to talk to me you can talk to me if you want to I'm here um, you can email me uh, rickycarroll788 at gmail.com or outlook.com I'm on twitter cfc underscore rick underscore 1985 I'm on facebook um, you can reach out there there's charities you can reach to you got mind uh, you got the Samaritans. Uh, you got Calm. Um, there's some great meditation apps like Calm. Um, there's some great people on social media. Uh, Depress On and Colin Redcliffe and his team. They're amazing. Um, I'd encourage you to reach out to them. Check their website out. They're doing some great things. There's some great people. There's some not so good people who are offering to help who are not helpful but it's like when you speak to a therapist and it's a bad therapist doesn't mean all therapists are bad there is someone out there who can help you but you need to help yourself as well it's a team effort um anyway i think yeah i feel like i've covered everything um i appreciate anyone that's taken these 18 minutes out of their day to listen to me and as with any of these, it's not me liking the sound of my own voice, because I don't. Um, it's about me just trying to help, even if it's just one person. Anyway, I really do appreciate anyone that has taken time out of their day to listen. And, you know, I'm filming this on a Saturday. I'm probably going to post it now. So I hope everyone has a lovely weekend. And hope everyone has a happy weekend more than anything. Okay, and next time and I'm sending everyone listening to this loads of love. Thank you.